Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. And in this segment, we are talking about the conjunction of Mars and Rahu, which I've been talking about on my other podcasts, and what that may mean for the world and also what it may mean for you in your personal life, things to watch out for, and as usual, things to keep in mind as we move through these cosmic influences. And I want to say I'm recording this at 7.19 p.m. in Austin, Texas. There's been an Austin winter vortex. I heard Austin winter vortex on the news and Austin tends to be a little bit dramatic with their news station. And I, for the decade that I lived in Austin, I've never seen anything like this for my friend who I was with. They've been in Austin like for a long, long time, never seen anything like this. And apparently this is the first time that Austin has experienced such a snowstorm in over 50 years. We got like six inches of snow, tons of ice. I was snowed in somebody else's house away from my cat for the last several days. We didn't have internet. Luckily, we still had water um, and electricity, which a lot of people lost. So we were really, really lucky and grateful for that. But I am just now getting home and settled and feel in the right mind and semi right mind. We'll see how this podcast goes to record a podcast. So I just want to give you all that heads up. I'm not as sharp as I usually am, but I hate canceling things and I hate not being consistent. So if I have the time and availability to record my Tuesday podcast, I really want to make it happen. So thank you for being patient. Thank you for understanding my state of mind. And hopefully you get something helpful out of this podcast because that's always my intention. So as I've been discussing on recent segments, we are about to have a conjunction of Mars and Rahu. And so for the past two months, just about, right, Mars and Uranus have been conjoined. And this was when we witnessed the capital and what occurred at the capital. And so that was a pretty intense event that I believe was a result of the Mars and Uranus conjunction. And now we're moving into Mars and Rahu conjunction for the next two months. And so Mars is going to move into Taurus where Rahu is and will be in Taurus from February 22nd until April 13th. And I'm going to talk about more or less sensitive points within this time span. Um, but what we need to keep in mind is that Mars is aggression and passion, forward moving energy. It likes to get things done. It has a lot of really good qualities in terms of being ambitious and productive and forward moving and excited. A lot of energy is with Mars. But it can also be really aggressive. Mars is frustration and anger and violence. And Rahu is really unpredictable. Rahu creates unpredictable events. And it, it tends to make things strange and bizarre and amplifies things. And that's the thing with Rahu is that it's it kind of doesn't I, I feel like Rahu doesn't like us to be able to predict the outcome of its behavior. <laughs> like It tends to make things just odd and obscure in its own unique way. And it definitely does create this expansion of things. And so when Mars and Rahu come together, it's like this really intense, energetic, 
output. I mean, it's really, really intense. If you have this conjoined in your own birth chart, you probably have tons of energy. You probably love to move, but you know, it probably took you some time to work with your anger in different ways. That's probably something karmic that you're having to work with is anger or frustration. And so that being said, the astrological climate is going to be a little frustrated. I think there are going to be some karmic implications in terms of anger and frustration and violence and feeling this increase of passion. And so for the rest of the world who isn't paying attention to astrology, they may be more explosive and they may be more angry and unpredictable and maybe less of a filter, less discernment in how they channel their frustration. But for those of us who are studying astrology and keeping an eye on these things and know like, okay, in some area of my life, I know there's going to be increased energy, increased passion, potential frustration or anger. We can remember that this is a transit and this is a cosmic influence and it's something that we can sit and witness and really try not to respond to or react to. So we may feel that frustration build or that anger build. And is it possible to notice it and name it, right? If we name something, it loses so much of its power. So if we can sit with it and say, ah, yes, I am frustrated or I am angry or I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I don't know how to channel it, um, just sit with it and, and maybe let it dissipate a little bit. Maybe give yourself a timeout from interacting with other people and say, okay, I'm super mad. I'm giving myself a timeout for 10 minutes. And if I still feel this angry, you know, I can release it and express it. But maybe if I just give myself 10 minutes to relax and cool down, I can handle this anger and frustration in a much more effective way that's so much more helpful for me and the people around me. I think it's very, I think the anger has its place. I don't think the anger is inherently wrong, but I think that learning how to handle and communicate our anger in an intelligent way, I think that that's the key. I think that that's the gravy here is learning how to use anger efficiently and not just let it spray all over the place and create a bunch of havoc for ourselves and others. Because a lot of the time when we get mad and we start spraying our anger all over the place, it ends up coming back on us and people remember us for that. And it's it can be really harmful to ourselves and it also doesn't really feel good. And I'm sure some of you know what I'm talking about, like where you totally lose your cool and you start acting from a place of impulsivity and anger and rage and whatever. And then afterwards, you're like, wow, I feel so bad. And again, it's not like expressing anger is wrong. It's expressing anger from a place of efficiency and intelligence, taking time to organize, you know, sitting with yourself 10 minutes, give yourself 10 minutes to figure out what you want to say, how you want to say it, why you want to say it, and your hopeful outcome. What do you want out of this? And I think that that's something that we lose a lot when we're expressing anger with impulsivity is we don't take time to ask ourselves what it is we truly want out of that interaction. Because a lot of the times if we sit with ourselves and ask ourselves, what is the outcome that we want? How we present our anger is totally different. But we have to have the courage to be honest with ourselves. And sometimes if we are raised in environments where we weren't able to express ourselves in a healthy way, or we never really saw anger demonstrated in an intelligent, effective way, you know, it's like, we don't know how to do that. 
Um, sometimes we can lie to ourselves about what we really want or we won't be honest with ourselves or we think that in order to get what we want, we have to do it in a roundabout way or maybe even a little manipulative way, you know, and I, I've certainly been there. It's certainly not abnormal. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with anybody. Um, it's just kind of learning how to interact with that and and become more honest with yourself about what you're wanting and being courageous enough to be in alignment with that. So again, I am sleep deprived. I've been in a, <laughs> I've been snowed in for the past two days. So hopefully what I just said wasn't too off target and hopefully it was helpful because this Rahu and Mars conjunction is going to be really intense and it's going to bring up so much stuff. It's going to be really triggering. It's going to trigger you. And that doesn't make you any less perfect. It doesn't make you any less lovable. It doesn't make you any less worthy. Lovable, worthy, amazing, talented people get triggered all the time and they act impulsively all the time and they get angry and frustrated and whatever. None of this is wrong. It's just learning how to interact with these feelings in a way that feels more helpful to us. And that's what it's all about is learning how to interact with the world around us and our feelings in a way that's helpful. So... Moving forward with these dates that may be a little bit more sensitive. So when Mars moves into the sign of Taurus, it's going to move through a, th a few different nakshatras. And so when it first enters Taurus, it's going to be in the nakshatra of Kritika. And Kritika is represented by a knife. It's a very intense nakshatra. If you listen to my weekly horoscopes whenever Kritika is coming up, I always talk about don't be, you know, be really mindful, be really careful with how you interact and don't be overly sharp, you know, make sure you're being compassionate. Kritika is also ruled by the sun, which is so important to remember because the sun is our authority and it can be authority figures and also like structures of government. And so I think it's such an important time to be a leader in our own lives. Be a leader in our own lives and take charge of our own lives, but also don't be so arrogant that you resist the leadership of others. Because a good, healthy leader knows how to take charge and how to take responsibility, but also knows how to take the influence of others. If you're following someone who is not easily influenced by other people, I don't think they're going to go very far. That's my personal opinion. So... In this period of time, taking ownership of, of your feelings, of your frustration, of your anger, of whatever is happening in your life, and also be open to the influence of others and collaborating with others and um, allowing others to have an experience that's different from you, right? And so Mars is going to be in Taurus in the nakshatra of Kritika from February 22nd until March 11th. And that might be a little sensitive, the next sensitive area, I think, is going to be between April 3rd and April 13th. So again, that's like the last day that Mars is here. And that's because Mars is going to be in the nakshatra of Mergashira. And Mergashira is ruled by Mars. So when Mars comes into its own nakshatra, nakshatra ruled by itself, I think it's going to feel pretty intense again, April 3rd from April 13th. And the rest of the space in between when uh, Mars is in Rohini, you know, for this entire transit, things are going to feel um, relatively intense. I, I think like towards the end of March, 
towards the end of March into early April, I think that this is when we're going to see things really kind of heat up in the world around us and become a little less predictable and a little bit more challenging. Um, And these things in the outer world, you know, they can be challenging to witness and they can also feel really powerless. And that's why I'm really encouraging everyone to focus on taking control and leadership of their own lives and, and handling these things with as much grace as possible. Because if you can handle things with grace, the people you interact with, their lives are going to be easier. And if all of us took that responsibility, the world would be a really beautiful place. And something else that's coming to mind is this Oracle card I have, and I keep pulling it for the Patreon account. Like I've pulled it literally like four times. And it's talking about not to fight powers that can destroy you. It says, do not fight the powers that can destroy you. Try to be soft in in challenging situations. And this reminds me of astrology 110%. Because if we see events that are going to occur, and we see intensity that is going to occur, we can't fight against it. These are the cosmos. These are cosmic forces that have existed since the dawn of time. And so the best we can do is act with intelligence, take control of ourselves and surrender to the experience and do the best that we can to be kind and compassionate and loving. So try to be soft try to be mindful and take care of yourself and the people around you. So let's get in to the personal horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs. If you are an Aries moon or an Aries ascendant, so first of all, please keep in mind, I'm a Vedic sidereal astrologer. If you are following the tropical zodiac, none of this is going to be correct. I'm following the Vedic sidereal system. And we always want to look at transits from the ascendant and the moon sign. So if you're an Aries moon, or an Aries ascendant, the Mars and Rahu conjunction in Taurus is going to be occurring in the second house. So please be mindful of your teeth, be mindful of your face. This can also represent smaller assets and finances. So there may be something that requires more of your financial attention. Be really mindful not to overspend at this time. If you are a Taurus moon or a Taurus ascendant, Mars and Rahu are going to be in your first house of yourself. So this is also aspecting the seventh house of relationships. This is going to be such an intense time for you in regards to yourself, how you view yourself, how you view intimacy. You may be prone to feeling a little agitated and aggravated, lots of frustration. So if you are a Taurus, be extra mindful, be so compassionate with yourself. And if there is a Taurus in your life, be so compassionate and loving with them because they are going to be having an intense time and maybe just feeling a little bit more frustrated than usual. So have that compassion and be careful with your physical body. If you are a Gemini moon or a Gemini ascendant, this is going to be occurring in your 12th house. And the 12th house is the house of the subconscious mind. It's where things go when we sleep. Okay. And so you may be having some intense dreams. There may be some... The 12th house is also issues from the past. So there may be something from the past that comes to the forefront for you to reconcile. This is also the house of hidden enemies. So please be careful of where you give your credit card information to. Make sure your doors are locked. Don't leave your car in sketchy places. Do not walk alone at night. If you are a Cancer Moon or a Cancer Ascendant, this is going to be occurring in your 11th house of your friends, your network circles, your hopes and your wishes and great gains. So be mindful of the people around you. People may just be a little bit spicier than usual. Your friends may be a little bit more passionate and aggressive than usual. Take time. 
I do want to say it's possible that you'll come into contact with powerful people in this time period. So keep an eye out for that as well. If you are Oh, I should say for Cancerian folks as well, this Mars is aspecting the fifth house of children. So be mindful of your children in this time period as well. If you are a Leo moon or a Leo ascendant, Rahu and Mars will be in your 10th house of your career aspecting the fourth house. So first and foremost, Leo, I've been telling you all year that this is a big year for you in regards to your work. You're going to be working a lot. Things at work may be a little bit less predictable. Your um, bosses may be unpredictable. The people you work with work is going to be demanding a lot of your attention. And there may be something around your home that changes, that needs to be renovated, or that you just feel like you need to change. If you are a Virgo moon or a Virgo ascendant, Rahu and Mars are going to be conjoining in your ninth house. Do not travel. The ninth house is the house of foreign travel. It's also the house of our teachers, our gurus, and our father. Be mindful of your father at this time. Be mindful of your teachers. Be open to influence. Try not to get into power struggles. Try not to be argumentative. You may feel that your path is changing or being challenged. If you are a Libra moon or a Libra ascendant, Rahu and Mars are going to be conjoining in your eighth house of deep transformation. This can also be a house of money. So be mindful of your finances. Don't impulse spend. And there may be some deep, sudden transformations that occur in your life. There may also be um, some loss in your life, or it may be time to let go of something that you know um, it's been time to let go of. So just be ready. There's going to be some deep transformations. It's such a wonderful time for Libra Moon or Libra Ascendant to do yoga, to do meditation and mantra. This is going to set you up for some really deep transformational experiences. If you are a Scorpio moon or a Scorpio rising. This is of course happening in your seventh house of relationships. So your partner may be a little bit more frustrated, agitated, aggressive than usual. Give them lots of patience. Take a few steps back. Let them have their space. But you know, Mars is your first house ruler as well, moving into the seventh. So you may also feel a little agitated or aggressive, maybe in regards to relationship. It's also possible that you have a very passionate love affair at this time but it may feel kind of intense and not the most stable so just keep an eye out for that keep an eye on your partners and be really patient and loving if you are a Sagittarius moon or a Sagittarius ascendant Mars and Rahu are going to be conjoining in your sixth house of your health and your day-to-day -day work you may find that you become increasingly busy it may be to the point where it's annoying I want you to be super mindful of your health Really take care of yourself in this transit. Be mindful of obstacles and enemies. This is the house of opposition. You may have people say something to you just for the sake of playing devil's advocate or wanting to poke you and get a response out of you. Don't give them that courtesy. You know, give them space. Don't let people upset you. Rise above pettiness and take care of your pets. This is also the house of your pets. If you are a Capricorn moon or a Capricorn ascendant, Mars and Rahu will conjoin in your fifth house of creativity, romance, fun, and children. If you have children, they may be a little bit less predictable than usual. They may be going through a little bit of a hard time. Be sure to support them. Um, 
you know, just be extra mindful of them at this time. And you may be feeling extra creative and passionate and even romantic. So be super mindful and be very discerning about this. Don't make any impulse decisions. Um, utilize your creativity in a really fun and constructive way. It's a great time to write and produce and post things online, just doing anything to do with creative expression, writing music. You may just feel extra passion in these areas. If you are an Aquarius moon or an Aquarius ascendant, Mars and Rahu are going to be conjoining in your fourth house of your mother and also of your home, of your inner fortitude, of your inner happiness. It may be a little fluctuating. It may be kind of challenging. There may be some ups and downs. Your mother may be having a hard time. It's possible that you change where you're living. It's possible that something happens in your home that you need to fix or renovate. It's a great time to do space clearing, sage the place, Palo Santo, get the negative energy out, cleanse your inner space, maybe do um, pranic healing or Reiki, just taking care of your inner self and having extra compassion with yourself and your feelings at this time. This is such a fantastic time to get firm on your boundaries. It's a great time to start asking yourself moment to moment, what is loving to myself? Let these two months be all about you giving yourself love, keeping yourself strong, and and really just, again, um, bringing strength to your inner happiness. Not relying on external forces to make you happy. Really nourish and secure yourself. And of course, if you have the bandwidth, if your boundaries don't include your mother per se, make sure you're adding extra compassion and patience with her. But it may be a time where you have to implement these boundaries. Mars is aspecting the 10th house of your career. So there may be some changes and extra energy at work as well. If you are a Pisces ascendant or a Pisces moon, Mars is going to be transiting through the third house. The third house is the house of short distance travels, and it's aspecting the ninth house of long distance travels. It's not the best time to travel. I really don't recommend traveling. Really be mindful and stay safe in this period of time. If you have siblings, your siblings may be a little extra spicy or passionate, maybe a little bit more difficult to get along with. Um, and communications be mindful of your communications and what you say because you may be prone to impulse uh, speaking on impulse or posting things on impulse the news may be a little upsetting so make sure that you have firm boundaries with the news i should also say one more thing for aries ascendant or aries moon be really careful with your voice because mars and rahu are in the second house so think before you speak okay so I hope that this was helpful for everybody. I hope you learned something new about Rahu and Mars. I really appreciate you being patient with me. I feel like I'm falling asleep. So <laughs> thank you for being with me. I It's it's 7.44 here now, and I am going to turn off my lights and crawl into bed. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, to schedule yourself. I would love to see you on Patreon, patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. I post there twice a week as well. I post on Monday the weekly horoscope so that you can plan for your week utilizing the power of the stars. And then I post an extra segment on Thursday. We have lots of fun stuff going on, including a patron social once a month, which I love and always looking forward to. I also have an Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and I will talk to you all very soon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Thank you.